Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the 2022 Masters DFS Preview DraftKings Preview Show with the Tour Junkies. I'm DB. I got Pat Ferry. We're on a couch. We're having technical difficulties all over the place. We're in Augusta, That's Georgia. Okay. Wait, you already changed your shirt. I've changed it to a sweater. You know what? Are you cold? I'm actually giving you this when we're done. Are you I'm, feeling like I, I hope you're not feeling cold this week? We I'm gotta not. be hot this week. We gotta be hot. I'm feeling very hot this week. I'm excited about the week ahead, my friend. Um, it's it's already been crazy because we've done the betting show, yeah, and it had a lot of issues. Here we are doing the DraftKings show. God knows what's gonna happen here, but we're glad you're with us. All right, we're gonna break yeah. down all the DraftKings action, Pat. Uh, you got a Millie Maker. You got a few Millie Makers this week uh, over on DraftKings. And uh, we're having a great, we're going to have a great week. We're going to Augusta, you're in Augusta. Yeah. We're going to go. Uh, Obviously, I'm in Augusta. I'm standing yeah. right here next to you. Yeah. Sitting. I mean, I'm staying the whole week. I, I caddied at, a, at the Augusta National Women's Amateur this week. I got to walk the grounds of Augusta National just two days ago and see for myself kind of some of the changes yeah. to 11, to 15, the uh, the rough, all that good stuff. Saw some of that. Um, we've got the prize pick uh, listen, a winner. We're going to be in town. We're going to go to the golf course on what Tuesday. Great thing. great thing for them. We're going to go to the golf course on Tuesday. We're going to see, uh, you know, we're going to see everybody. Hopefully, we see Tiger. We're going to see Tiger. Hopefully, we see Tiger. Hopefully, we see how people are playing. We're going to see Paul Casey. We're going to see Bryce Mishkambo. We're going to see all these injured players that we talked yeah. about on the betting show. Um, anyway, there's going to be a lot of content coming out. There's already a lot of content out on YouTube right now. Check it out. I've got a sleepers video in there, five sleepers or so that I talked about. I talked about six injured players and what you need to know. Me and Mark Hill did a joint podcast together to talk about guys not from the U.S. You know, Mark Hill is the European tour guy, by yeah. the way, in case you don't know. DP World Tour, whatever. Deep, DP. I did the that DP show. Guy. He's the DP guy. Yeah, I did that show with him. Uh, the Augusta National Course Breakdown Show is all over on the podcast channels, wherever I guess. But go ahead and give us a like, subscribe, and comment this. I want to know this. We want to know this. So this is interesting. If Augusta National opened it up and said, hey, you tell us how much you're willing to pay. If we choose you, you have to pay. You have to pay the money if we choose you. If you don't pay the money, we chop off your leg or whatever. What would you pay to play the Augusta National? Like, you play 18 holes, Augusta National Golf Club. What would you truly, like, honestly pay? And whatever number you put in the comments, like if Augusta National called and said, all right, said you'd pay $5,000, give us $5,000. If you don't, we chop off your leg. Like, what would it be? Yeah, I mean. I'm curious to know. Put that in the YouTube comments. That, that could be I'm also curious to know if somebody's going to lowball this number and they're going to act like they, you know, ah, I'll, play, I'll pay 200 If you put that and in I, the That comments, would just be stupid. You. Like, if you put that in the comments, you obviously don't know what kind of course this is. True. We both played it. Both played it. Um, we are going to get into more about Augusta National in a minute. By the way, the podcast presented to you, as always, by our friends at FantasyNational.com. FantasyNational.com slash TJ is where you need to go to get all the stats, all the intel, all the research, blah, blah, blah. Uh, optimizers, key, you know, recent history, course history. Pass got Fantasy National pulled up right now. Everything we talk about comes straight to you. From Fantasy National. We've been going there for four or five years now. Go to fantasynational.com slash TJ. Get 20% off any membership level that you want, weekly, monthly, or annual memberships. It's good stuff. Uh, we love Fantasy National. Check them out. All right. Um, what else is going on, Pat? Um, what are you drinking tonight? You got you you're playing at Tito's tonight. Yeah, right? I'm I'm I am literally orbiting around <laughs> Planet Tito's. Like I haven't got Sweet. I haven't got the planet yet, but you can see it. But clearly. I can see it. I can see it. The spaceship is arriving. Yeah. Onto planet Tito's. Your initial descent into planet yeah, Tito's. I'm in the initial happening. descent. They've they've told us on in there uh, that we need to put our tray tables up. Yeah. You got like this like one uh you normally don't have this, but you have like this like, Superman hair right here in front of your in oh, front of your yeah. head. Yeah, arrived um, here. But look, I mean I'm getting there. I'm yeah, drinking. I'm an, excited about. It. I'm drinking a very nice anejo. Oh, you added on to that from the last show. Yeah, with some soda and a lime, a little bit of lime. Look, this is a week, Masters week. Hey, baby. listen, listen here, listen, you, you folks. I hear a lot of times in the chat, and they're like, "Hey, slow it down, slow it down. You shouldn't, you shouldn't 
drink so much on the podcast. Well, guess what? Masters Week, we drinking more. We yeah. drinking more. Yeah. We're not slowing it down. Yeah. Okay. We gonna like it. Next week is the week to slow it. Down. Yeah, Harbor Town. We slow it down. We keep it real family. You this know? is the week where we. I don't. I don't take your suggestions. Yeah. Okay. So we're gonna do what we want to do on Masters Week. Yeah, we're gonna keep it real, real family next week. Yeah. This week, not happy. Yeah. Um, Pat, when you think about DraftKings. For the Masters. Mm-hmm. You got 91 players as of now. 91. JJ Spawn's in the field, just won the Valero. Tiger is, he's in. He hasn't said he's out, but right as of, as of now, recording this. You got 91 players. Obviously, you got the old farts. You got the amateurs. You got, you know, 70-something guys maybe who could truly win this thing. Maybe 60 guys who could truly win this thing. Or, like, have a snowball's chance, right? In DraftKings, as you look at the board, is it a... What are we doing? Like, are we, are we, can you fade the 10, all the 10K guys? Do you have to have a 10K guy in your lineup? What are some things people need to remember strategy wise? Can you go balance? Can you, can you, you know, can you do that? How, how excited are you about some of the names in the 6K range? Give you some salary relief. You know, you got Millie Makers coming out. You got, you know, all kind of stuff going on. Well, for one, I don't think you can fade like everybody in the 10K range because. If we're talking just odds in general, I mean, you see that the top name players tend to win every year. Now, Hideki winning last year was at like forty to one, which was a great number. Um, and there are a few guys here in this in this range in the lower like range for DK that I think can have a chance to win. They don't have to win. We don't need, but you do need to win her in this in your lineup because there's only ninety players in the field, ninety one, whatever it is. There's going to be a lot of six of six that make it through the cut line, okay? So a lot of six to six guys, I think ownership is going to be a, a huge thing that you want to look at. We're going to want to do that. Hey, check out the Nut Hut later in the week. We're going to be in the chat, everything else. I think that's going to be important as well to get ownership numbers in there. And, and look, I do think studs and duds is going to be the way to that. That for me is the way you do it, okay? For GPPs, because I think there's some good guys especially in that low 7K range that could really give you some value in that in this uh, this week. Yeah, you got to remember that DraftKings is a game against other people, all right? It's not like it's not like outright betting or top 10 betting where it's like us all do we're joined we're a brotherhood, you know, against the, the book. You're, it's a game against other people. Ownership matters. Having, you know, some guys in your lineup that are not super popular is going to matter. Yes, getting 66 Six of six through the cut is definitely going to need to be a thing because, I mean, you're going to have so many guys make the cuts. So like, you got to have that happen. Yeah. But you, a lot of people are going to get six. You got to pick guys who have a lot of upside. And we're going to give you some guys who we think have a lot of upside. We're going to give you some guys that we don't think you should be, you should be playing. We think you should avoid. Um, but, you know, be careful about the contest you choose this week. We are typically not proponents of playing contests where you know you can't max out an entry so if it's like 150 max entry like the millie maker if if you can't max it out don't play it or just play like very few amount of lineups in there you know if it's a single entry three max entry then max it out obviously do that like those are good contests but all you got to be aware that you're playing against other people. all right they gotta have yeah. some leverage right you, you gotta, gotta be you gotta be aware of other people yeah in your your area you also you also uh need to leave some money on the table probably if you're playing in the millie maker leave some cash on the table a lot of schmucks are going to max out their lineup and with so few people players actually to choose from those schmucks are going to have you're going to have duplicated lineups if you don't leave Mm -hmm. some cash on the table leave a few hundred dollars on the table i did some practice lineups a little bit earlier in the week i i I can leave a thousand dollars on the table and still if i just don't look at the salaries I can look at the at the players and go, okay, that's not a bad lineup, and be okay. It, it's not. It's, you're not going to feel like super comfortable, but you can leave a thousand dollars on the table and still find six guys that have some upside, have a good shot, and that's going to make you very different from the lineups around you. I'm not saying to do that in every lineup. I'm just saying up to a thousand dollars is where kind of I I would feel like, okay, this is this is okay. Good. Yeah. Yeah. I like um, that. Because you really you're trying to finish in the top one to three percent of total lineups in that contest if you're not trying to do that you're in the wrong contest you're not trying to just cash in the millionaire maker 
You're not trying to just barely get in the top 20% to make your money back. That's not why you should be playing. If it is, you're in the wrong contest. So focus on, you know, top 1%, top 2%, 3%, and let's, let's, build, some, let's build some lineups that have some leverage. You know I think I mean? if you're thinking that way, though, fine, I like that. But don't just immediately think, hey, well, I can't take a chalky guy. So I think yeah, you, you can, play, can, you can, you can take a chalky guy in your lineup. Just differentiate yourself in some, in some other way. Um, so don't just automatically, like, I think sometimes, like, when we're thinking, like putting the mic in front of your face? And, and mentally. Uh-huh. Okay. We're we're like if you get too involved with ownership, mm-hmm. you're gonna you may miss out on the guy that is gonna true. end up being the. That's true. Yeah, yeah, you got to do that. Um, it's a great week, man. We're gonna have a good week. Listen, you gotta you gotta enjoy. It. You gotta enjoy the process. The process is where it's a lot of fun. The weather right now looks very interesting. Looks like a lot of wind yeah. to be blowing. Um, you don't want to be too committed to your player in the week. Yeah, you don't want to be too committed to your player pool before that kind of takes shape because. Augusta National can play a lot different depending on how it's all going to be shaped out. The nut hut, you should join it. It's like the love boat. Have you heard? Have you seen the show The Love Boat? No. The love boat. Okay. Thank you. Are you anyway, thank you. you should join the nut hut. You should. But before we get into the pick and before we do anything else like what just happened, uh, I think it's time for possibly, you know, the, the hottest game in the DFS streets. It's the hottest game show in the DFS streets. And it is. Nut up a shut up. Nut up a shut up. Nut up. Nut up. Nut up a shut up. <laughs> Presented to you by our Fujikira, the maker of the Ventus shaft, which if you've not heard about it, then your shaft probably sucks, and it's probably not a Ventus shaft. Okay? I have a good shaft. Because Tom Hoagie, Scotty Scheffler, ever heard of him? World number one. Cam Smith, all gaming. The Ventus shaft in their driver, the Ventus TR shaft, is the newest model with a new mid-launch, low-spin profile, and new material added for additional stability off the tee. The TR is, uh, is really, it's the bomb, all right? Uh, and the Ventus TR shaft is available for only $350 MSRP to buy online or through custom fittings at any charter dealer effective right now. We always say, if you're going to get a new driver, you need to get fit. And you need to make sure that they offer Fujikira. Now, Fujikira is also sponsoring the Nut Up or Shut Up event tonight. And they're giving away, through their partnership with Club Champion, Pat, what? a free fitting to the contestant that mm-hmm. is about to come on and participate. Why can I get a fitting? You could. You maybe could. Maybe you could. I don't know. Yeah. Player cards, right? You could. But I do know that if, the, if our contestant wins the event tonight, he will be enjoying a, a nice fitting from Club Champion Fitters. This is great. Brought to you by Fujikira. I feel, I feel great for this person. Yeah. And, you know, we'll probably have some sort of technical difficulty, I'm sure. Who knows? God knows what's going to happen here. But we'll give it our best. Let's bring in tonight's contestant, Mr. John Olivero, who is a Nut Hut member. And uh, John, is that? Are you there? Can you hear us? You got us. I'm here. I hear you guys. Oh. John Olivero. John, what's up, dude? You look love like, it. You're looking sharp, man. You look like you're scripted for a Nike week at Masters right now. I, I, I'm, I'm fired up. You fired up. I'm fired up. John, what's your favorite part of the Nut Hut before we get started? This is not an official question. Uh, I love I love the podcast juice, and I love just chatting with everybody in there, yeah, getting fired up for the week and getting picked. It's a good crew in there. It really is a good crew. There's a, there's a few weirdos that we're all a little worried about, but it's overall it's a good crew. John is. Can a, I say something? A, yep. This is hands. John is hands down the the best looking, best dressed. Yeah, he really nut is. hut. Like like we our, normally have guys who like hey, shut up or nut up, nut up or shut up. Nut up or shut up we've ever had. Yeah, we do tend to have guys that are like a little, uh, they look a little like road hard. Yeah, and they're out and they're out and like, I don't know, but he's got a good setup here. This is, look I, at him. I'm very happy. He looks about young. This. He looks like a spring. You guys are too kind. John, you guys how old are too are you? kind. How old are you, John? Where are you from? I'm 29. I'm coming at you from Redondo Beach, just outside of LA. Ooh. Oh, yeah. Redondo Beach. Yeah. 
That's look nice. at that's that's nice that guy slaying it over there. Yeah, John. <laughs> he probably has a girlfriend though. Sorry, sorry. John for is girlfriend. definitely slaying. Yeah. John is the most slaying it, slaying it nut hut ever, member ever. In, in the nut hut. Most nut hut members definitely confirmed not slaying. Uh. John probably slaying it. All right, John. Well, you may be slaying it in that department, but we'll see if you're slaying it here with the nut hut. Because listen, we've never had a loser on the nut hut. Never, not one. You could be the first. What if you were the most good-looking? But first loser and never. on the master show. And this on the master like your your pressure is really on you. This, this is, is the master show. It's our, tough. This is it's our tough. biggest show of the year. Yeah, and we're screwing it Absolutely. up. Absolutely. Um. All right, John. Have you ever been to the master? By the way, I I've never been. Would oh, love man. to get out there, but yeah. never been. Yeah. All right, we'll uh, we'll work on that. But let's let's get started. Uh, we're gonna give you we're gonna give you four questions. Got to get three right. There is a bonus round that if you don't have the free ride at that point, get some help. We're only going to give you one lifeline, and you can ask the chat. And if you can view the chat, you can pull it up on YouTube if you're not already looking at it. You can view the chat live and maybe believe them. Maybe not. I don't know. Okay? You good? You ready? I'm good. I'm in the market for a new Fujikira shaft. There we go. There we go, John. Let's get it. He's already a company man. Maybe John could take your place. One day he may. Um, They're great, yeah. Right, let's let's see this, John. Let's first question here: Who is the last debutante to win the Masters? at Adam Scott? Is it Fuzzy Zeller? Is it David Toms? Or is it Charles Schwartzel? So first time appearing yep. at the Masters, first one to win, the last one to win. Who was it? Uh, if, if my memory serves me correct, because I was rooting for Tiger that year, but I believe it was D. Charles. Wow. Uh, John, that is incorrect. <laughs> oh, that is incorrect. This could get really. We're off this to a cold come, start, boys. This could come down. I think actually the last the last night of our contestant missed the first question and then went on to win. Uh, yeah. It was actually Making fuzzy it interesting. Zeller. It was fuzzy Zeller. Which fuzzy was Zeller. Your time, for your time. But yes, it was fuzzy Zeller. Uh, he was the last debutante to win the Masters. John, let's go. Let's pick up. Let's let's get the next one. Now listen. Got to get three in a row. Well, you don't have to because there is the bonus round. We got a okay. bonus That's question. True. Don't forget, you That's can use true. your lifeline. All right. Next question: This Masters champion is the namesake is the namesake of our beloved cartoon squirrel mascot. Okay, the namesake: George Archer, A, B, Billy Casper, C, Bob Golby, or D, Charles Cootie. Which one of these Masters champions is the namesake? of our beloved mascot squirrel. It's such a it's such a beloved mascot too. I'm gonna I'm gonna go with C. John, I am very glad that you got that one right. Yes. That is correct. That's good. Yes. If you wouldn't Golby's have, not hot. Thank you. Golby's not hot. Thank you, John. It is Bob Golby, the beloved namesake of our cartoon squirrel mascot. All right, he's one for two. He's one for two. Here we go. Next question. These aren't gimmies, fellas. These aren't gimmies, but I love it. We'll see if you still say that. Which of these sides was not on the menu Patrick Reed's 2019 Champions Dinner? A, corn creme brulee. B, steamed broccoli. C, creamed spinach with artichoke heart. Or D, Justine's five alarm chili. I'm going to go with D, Justine's chili. Could be a trick question, though. Because, you know, we yeah, have answered it the same way. Like, I feel like if we did this to him and, and that's not the answer, this is like I'm mad at because but it's also couldn't choice. you see of all champions Patrick Reed being the one to put like to make Justine's five alarm chili Justine probably picked out the menu so she's like oh my five alarm yeah, chili is amazing I'm gonna put it on I just there. don't see how this all right yeah you're right you're right all right you okay. two you're all right two, two two for three that is correct sir you just need one more all right here we go this is an interesting one you've never been to the master so you may not know one of these things is allowed for paper at the Masters during a tournament round. One of these things is allowed. A, running. B, denim. C, smoking. Or D, disposable camera. One of these things this is, is tough. This is a tough one. This is tough. This is tough. You can't. Uh, I, I'm, I'm looking at the audience here. I know, I know we got a former caddy with a microphone in his hand that knows the answer to this. Mm-hmm. I do not know the answer to this, but I'm gonna I, I'm I'm using the process of elimination to get rid of a couple here. Okay, I've heard you can't bring 
your phone in. I would think that you can't wear denim. Mm -hmm. I'm going to say that they don't let you run around. Um, I, I think that you can smoke. I'm going to go with C, smoking. I'll tell you what, this is a this was the toughest nut up or shut up yet. And even though you missed the first one, I don't think which I thought you were gonna get. I think that was good. Just for kicks and giggles, let's do the bonus round. You've already won. But I'm curious, because we were gonna ask you for the bonus round to name at least four of the holes at Augusta. You don't have to even give me the number. Like you don't even have to say, oh, number three is X. Just give me names. Of four holes at Augusta, can you name them? I tell you what, boys, I'm I'm glad I got my three in. <laughs> uh, He's out. <laughs> well, Steel Magnolia. Steel uh, Magnolia. Steel Magnolia one, right? would be a great. It's a movie, but it's like not which one a... would be Steel Magnolia if you could? Well, you number could five think. is Magnolia. So there's yeah, a, well, yeah, but... there's one. I mean, they were all named after flowers, uh, as obviously Augusta National was a nursery beforehand. But yeah, that would have been that would have been tough. I I thought four was was kind of fair but also tough it would have been tough huh would have been tough hey uh john thanks for playing nut up shut up thanks for being a part of the nut hut thanks for watching this thanks for having me show. we appreciate it and uh thanks for thanks for uh being handsome and having a great smile and yeah a great outfit and good video good audio slaying it over there in cali slaying it in redondo beach can you imagine yeah I got doofed. Uh, I appreciate I you guys stuff. having me. I had a great time. I love listening to the show and, and hanging out in the Nut Hut. So looking forward to watching the rest of it. Thank you, John. We're going to hook you up with a fitting from Club Champion. Thanks to our friends at Fujikira. Thanks for coming on, John. That was uh, John Olivero, Nut Hut member, uh, and just also general good-looking dude um, and a lady killer in California. If you got a spouse in California, you need to move. You should probably get out of there. You should probably pack up. Yeah. Move to Wisconsin or, or uh, Minneapolis. We've seen a lot of, we got a lot of listeners from there, and none of them are approaching John territory. Uh-huh. So you should pack them up and get them somewhere else. But that's the most, uh, the most interesting, fun game in the DFS streets for sure. Not up or shut up, Pat. We've talked about, you know, how we're going to do our thing here in DraftKings, how we're going to approach the board. I think that it's an interesting week. I, like, I'm probably going to have multiple options here you know i i, I could see going balanced and fading the 10k yeah, range there's altogether. a lot of things you can do i mean if you week. look at the 10k range pat i don't think you could hate on any kind of strategy to be honest you can i mean it is what it is and we're gonna see how ownership shakes out that's gonna be a big thing right but rory i could easily make a case against. okay form is, is questionable do you want to play rory just to play him to if he happens to win Hold on, I'm just making a very quick... I just want to go quickly over... Okay, the there's a out. lot of things you're talking about that's frustrating me right now. <laughs> Rory, you know, motivation, can he close the door? I think it's easy to say. Hovland, can't chip, can't scramble. Is that going to, you know, in, in, a, in a year where weather may play a factor, wind may play a factor, and you are going to miss screens, even if you're the best ball shark in the world, do I want that? I don't know. Morikawa, form, interesting, limited experience in Augusta. Putting, always questionable, okay? JT, I don't know that I have a whole lot to say about JT. DJ, uh, recently seems like he's kind of found it, uh, but also has shown rough rough patches here and there. John Rahm, for the price, is he really is he really paying for himself lately? I don't know. Scotty Scheffler, world number one, won three times in the last, like, 50 days or whatever. You know, only played two Masters, one of which was in 2020. Can you really count that at 11,000? If you, I think you can make a case for avoiding all of these guys if you wanted to, and if you want to go more balanced. If you, if at the year, yeah, somebody told you that Scotty Scheffler was going to be 11,000 and the highest owned player, or not the highest owned player, but the highest priced player, and was going to be the number one player in the world. What would you have even said? I, just, I don't think you could even like predict. I just said hashtag golf. I just said he's a blue blue light. Yeah, we lost. <laughs> I just said hashtag golf is what I would have said because Scheffler was you know was a beast at, on, in college. Yeah. Came out 
slow to win, finally did it, and now he's, you know, he's running rampant on everybody. Um, I mean, there are only a few names. Let, let's talk about the names in this range that we don't like. I, I'm not going to play Hideki. I'm not going to play Bryce. I'm not, I'm, I'm not, not playing. Yeah, I agree. I'm not having those guys because, you know, we talked about this in the betting show. We've got 91 players, maybe 90. Tiger ends up drawing. Um, top 50 in ties, 10, 10 strokes within the lead are going to make the cut. At minimum, you're going to have 55% of the whole field play the weekend. You're going to have a high clip, 20% maybe plus of six to six guys in DraftKings lineup. For that reason, I don't need Hideki or Bryson for that tank in my line, like right off the bat. Hideki withdrew from the Valero, uh, withdrew from the Players' Championship. He's having neck, back injuries, whatever. That's, that sucks. I mean, it really sucks. It really does. I think I'm out, even if he tees it up, even if he says, yeah, I'm going to give it a go. I, I, I'm not doing it. I'm not, I don't, I don't want to do it. I don't want to have him tank lineup. Bryson has the hand issue, the hip issue, the form issue, and the course fit it's issue. It's a lot of issues. At Augusta. It's He's got a, lot a lot of issues. It's a lot of issues. So I'm out. I'm just going to – I know it's easy, and I'm sure a lot of people are fading those guys, and you can probably look them up on Wednesday night and find them at sub 5%. So, like, at that price, are you tempted? If I'm tempted with any of them at 5%, it might be Bryson, but it's probably – I'm not playing either one. I don't think Bryson's winning this. Well, I mean, yeah, I don't think he's coming close right now. I really don't. Um, but I can't sit here and say that I, I would agree that you fade a lot of these guys drafting over 10K. Um, I, I, think I was just giving you, like, a, a like I think you can make a slight case for all There's of a them. few. I think, I think Murakawa is one that I just don't feel very good about, especially with his recent form. But how tempted are you going to be on Wednesday when he's, like, Nine percent projected. I think ownership. I'm not going to play Morikawa, but I, I may be tempted if, you know, of course, Rory's a little bit lower owned, or um, you know, uh, Rory is the next fade on my. I'm out. I'm out on Rory right now too. I'm not betting oh, like... him at all. I just think if I get if he all of a sudden shows up at five percent owned, he won't. He's not. Not. At, I, not would, at, I would. I play 10, that. Um. But here's here's the the person that's the most interesting. Cam Smith. Hmm. I feel like way too many people are going to go all in on Cam Smith. I know he, you know, obviously won the Players Championship. He's been playing great for the better part of two or three years. Um, you know, had a had a good finish here to DJ back when DJ won um in in 2021. Um you know, Cam was P2. Um, he's finished top 10 here twice in the last, or actually three times in the last five years. But I just wonder if Cam is going to end up being too highly owned. And do we pivot off of Cam to a guy like a Jordan Spieth, who's going to be lower owned, not, not, not coming in, not coming in, in good recent form? Do you think Jordan about... Jordan is not going to be lower, necessarily lower. But... Like, I think he is. I think Jordan is going to be the pivot off of Cam Smith. I think that's going to happen. I, I don't think that's going to happen. I think people are still going to play a 9K, whatever he is, uh, 9,800 9, Jordan speed because it's a highly public of, event, the Masters. There's yeah, a, a I, lot, there's I, a lot I, of public money okay, on DraftKings. Doesn't matter. Jordan Spieth is Jordan doesn't Spieth. Matter. Cam Smith is going to be higher on than, than Jordan Spieth. No, he's not. Yes, he is. No, he's not. Yes, he is. I just Yes, he is. I disagree. I think disagree. both I of disagree them with fairly, your disagreement. I think both of them will be fairly popular. I like I like both of them. Listen, I do. I like I mean, the only guys I don't like are Bryson and Decky. And honestly, I don't like Rory. I just don't. I don't I can't I, I can't, don't I don't I don't like Rory either. I can't put my finger But I want him to win. I know you I do. I would love for him to win. But I just don't like even if he's five percent, like you just said, if if you have five percent Roy on Wednesday night, what are you doing? The the smart play is probably yes to play him at that point. That is probably the smart play. Yeah. But I just I'm I'm not buying his. I'm not buying it. I'm not. He he does feel cheap at what ten thousand. Here's what I think you have to do with Roy. 
past. It's like a divorce. <laughs> and you say, like, you know what? If he wins, I'm happy for my spouse that she was, she was uh, able to have a good week for herself. And I didn't know that. I, I, I just, like, you sever at all times. Okay. What I think. Uh, um, Michael Creedy. Does that make sense? Michael Creedy's in the chat saying he smells a bet. We already did a bet. We did a bet on the betting show, and we'll get to those players in just a moment. Um, all right, I got to turn off the chat because Brian Pat, Farmer's wrong. Pat can't keep. Can't Jordan keep. Spieth is not going to be hard, higher owned than Cam. Dude, he, it's going to be very close. I, I agree. I hope. Do you think Brian Farmer is. Uh, will you play. We'll move. Will you will you play will you play Scotty Scheffler as the highest price player at eleven? When no, you can buy John Robinson not. eight. Absolutely not. I think I will. No, I will not play Scheffler. I mean, I like Rom. I would rather play John Rom. I like the first four names a lot. I like Rather Scheffler. play Rom. Rather play JT. Rather play DJ. Yeah, I I like all those names. I really do. But I do like Scheffler in form, obviously. Two top 20s and two events here. Ted Scott on the bag. Bubba Watson's winning caddy. Veteran caddy. Scheffler has the, has the, the mind, you know, he's, he's got the proven performance in major championships. He's done well. And I do think he's going to be low owned. Like, and I, I hate to pay up for the highest price player, but I think that's one spot where I will be able to get leverage here where it feels like in this 10K range, especially, it, it might be harder to find like real leverage. But I think Scheffler, even though he's young and even though he doesn't have a lot of loops around Augusta, I truly think he could win this golf tournament. And he is just playing so damn well right now. You can't deny his course fit, the, the caddy on the back, all the things that work in his favor. Um, he's, he's one that I like. I, I like Rom. I like DJ. I like JT. Listen, like, I gave you the three guys I don't like. You know, and I do, I do think Morikawa and Hovland have question marks. As you work, see, down. this is where like, I'm glad you brought up Hoffman. I think that, um, and, and we can then move down into the AK range after we talk about this. But I think Hoffman is kind of like the odd man out that nobody's thinking about here because you know we've got guys like JT right there next to him. We've got you know a popular player like Morikawa, and and maybe Morikawa is is one one person that we look at with low ownership. Um, but then Jordan Spieth and Cam Smith, who are both you know. I think Cam Smith is 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 definitely going to take some ownership away from Hovland. This is why I think Hovland is a really good play. I think Hovland is a great play here. I love him at this ten one price. And if you just like avoid all those guys above him, I I feel like like if you if you look at his scrambling and all that, I know everybody hates. But Victor Hovland is a is a great player regardless of all of that. And so I think he could be the one guy that we might get a little bit of ownership leverage on, depending on how that looks later. Yeah, I think you're right. I, I think it's tough to pull the trigger on it, though. Um, I mean, I do, I, do think, I do think I like Hovland over Morikawa. I don't trust Morikawa's putter here at all. Isn't it crazy that we're talking about Morikawa and, and but he's so not good trusting him? He's so when he's good probably the, one of the best ball strikers since Tiger Woods. I know. But it is what it is. Like, I feel what I feel coming into this week right now. Like, obviously, he's, he's shown that he's capable of doing a lot, a lot of damage at majors. The kid's a stud, for sure. I, Augusta is one that does, you know, we talk about it a lot. I mean, experience matters. And I know I just took Scheffler, but I like the caddy thing. I like Ted Scott. I like, I don't know. I just, I I. I I, I think I'll find myself dodging Morikawa and Hovland in a lot of builds. I think I feel I will... like Scheffler is going to end up disappointing a lot of people this week. But whatever. Is, is okay. Nine K. I want to talk nine K though, because I mean it's really a range. It's it's really a range in and of itself. I do think you can start lineups here. You could definitely do that. That's going to be um, that's going to give you leverage for sure if you fade all the ten K guys. Uh, and you you nail a winner here in the 9K or below, it can definitely happen. Um, it starts with Cam Smith, who we've obviously talked about a lot. I like Cam Smith. I like Jordan Spieth. I like both of them. I do think both will be somewhat uh, popular. I think, um, yeah, I think both of them will be popular. I think 
Patrick Cantlay, Brooks Kepka offer a lot of upside mm-hmm. for names that may be overlooked. The fact is, we say it every year, you can't play every you can't play every guy. Like you have to plan a flag. You need to be tight up here with some of these guys. Like you can't you can't play seven guys in the nine K and ten K range. You just should not do that. You need to plan a flag and go from there. So even though you like a guy, you have to find guys you like more, leverage more, and you go there. I think Cantley and Kepka could be a couple of names that get passed up somewhat because of lineup construction. But I like both of them. I like Brooks. We talked about him a little bit in the betting show. We talked about Cantley in the betting show. Both guys have shown uh, a little bit of form here of late. Uh, Cantley missed the cut of the players. A bad, bad weather draw. Um, Bert Brooks, we know what he's done in major championships. I like both of those guys a lot. I mean, honestly, starting a lineup with Cantley and Kepka or and Jordan and or still feels like you're starting guys with as much win equity as anybody in the thing. Like Jordan, Cantley, and Kepka, I would argue, have as much likelihood to win the Masters here as Rory does, or as Victor does, or as Colin Morikawa does, or Scotty Scheffler even. Don't you agree? Like can't let No, I agree with that. Yeah, for sure. These guys don't have less like yeah. that much less of a chance of winning the golf tournament, getting them at a cheaper price. And you feel like, oh God, if I fade all the 10K range, I'm screwed. But I think you can do it. I agree. I agree there. I think there's there's a two other guys that I think are gonna be over, overlooked here is Will Zalatoris coming off of uh, you know, he finished second place here last year. Um, you know, I think if you come in the Augusta National Golf Club. I don't like Willie Z. And you play. Not talking. Not. If you come in <laughs> and you finish second place, the first time you've ever been here in the tournament, that says something about. Me. I think Will Willie Z is is a is a great. I don't I don't care what you want to say about his putting. I don't want to care what you want to say about everything else. It obviously means that this is a course that fits. Like, of any other course in America, the one course you want to have a guy that it fits their eye, it's, it's, it's kind of a course history thing. You know, they just love how it looks. I think this is the course. And Willie Z, I love him this week at 9200. Another guy. We, we, no, I'm not going to let you just skip over it. I'm out on Willie Z. I'm gonna take my stand on Willie I Z. I cannot believe you. Now, be granted, out. I have I have really screwed the pooch on, you know, high end fades lately. You know, I kind of went out against Patrick Jack. I went out against Patrick Cantlay or not Patrick Cantlay. Cameron I Smith. I cannot believe you be out Smith. on Willie Z. I went out on Cameron Smith at the Players. What did he do? He won. He won. I went out on Stan Burns at the Valspar. He won. What did he do? He won. So, you so know, we're gonna follow you again whatever. on this. I'm just saying. I'm not buying Willie Z. I think there's plenty of like, you know, lack of experience regression coming for Willie Z at the Masters. I think there's the putting situation coming for Willie Z at the Masters. I'm out. I feel we, like we, we made a bet a about it. Mistake. We made a bet about it on the betting show. You can go back and look at it. We spun the betting wheel. I had a player twice the odds. You twice had Fitzpatrick, and I took Willie I Z. I took Fitzpatrick. I will gladly Willie take Willie Z over Fitzpatrick. All right, but that, let's, let's move on. That's a big balls bet by me. We spent a lot of time here in this upper range, which is good because there's the winner's going to come out of this upper range. But yeah, I mean, you, you got to have. It feels like the winner could definitely come out of here. I like, I, I do like Daniel Berger down here at nine k. I know he hasn't had the the greatest history at Augusta National, um, but it's not terrible. It's not terrible, people. Okay, but he's been playing great. The form is there. 9K is a great price. I do believe that that DB straight vibing from one DB to another could definitely mm-hmm. close the door on this okay. damn thing if he's if he's in contention on Sunday. I love the value at 9K. I'd rather I'd rather DB over Zaltoris for sure. But um, a lot of a lot of good names up here for sure. Yeah. Uh, listen, one of our favorite things to do these days is play on Prize Pick. Okay. Pat's fantasy golf sommelier video is going to drop, uh, I think, on Monday, and it will be. No, I, it's going to drop tomorrow morning. Hopefully, uh, well, at some point Monday, I'm going to get drink tomorrow morning. Though. Yes, Pat is going to educate you on 
the morning alcohol as well yeah. as uh, his favorite price picks plays for round one. And he's been pretty nails lately. And we are thoroughly enjoying ourselves on prize picks. It is the best legal way to play player props in a ton of states, like 28 states, like California, Florida, Texas, Georgia, all that good stuff. It's daily fantasy made easy. All you do is pick two to five players and an over-under on a certain projection, and you can win sometimes up to 12x your entry. It's only you versus the number, or you know, versus prize pick. You're not playing against all these other people. It's great. They allow mixed sports entries, so you can take an over on LeBron and like an under on John Rahm. And they offer every sport like golf, NFL, college football, NBA, Major League Baseball, soccer, MMA, and all that stuff. Great mobile app. We love their mobile app. Great uh, desktop and a website version. It is a phenomenal product, and they offer safe and fast withdrawals. We're going to be hosting the Prize Picks Road to Augusta winner in Augusta this week. We're excited about that. We really do love Price Picks, so check it out. And the Fantasy Golf Sommelier, which only drops on our YouTube channel for the Masters this week, is going to be very special. So you're going to want to you're going to want to make sure you pop. Uh, let's get to the AK range, Pat. This is you know obviously full of a lot of a lot of great names here too, Pat. You got Louis Ustase and kicking it off at 8900. Shane Lowry's been playing some good golf. A couple first timers: Taylor Gooch, Sam Burns, uh, a man named Eldrick Taunt. Wood at $85. Eldrick Taunt. Sung J.M., Adam Scott, Joaquin Neiman, Tony Finau, and Terrell Hatton are rounding out. Terrell Hatton. Rounding out the AK range. Pat, for me, a guy that I don't normally fade, but I'm going to fade him first timer, Taylor Duke. I'm upset with that. I don't think he fade too. We have a lot of disagreement here. How well, are you going to fade Taylor Gooch? I'm fading Taylor Gooch. I feel like... Is this because you want to fade him? Or? I got to pick a fade in this range, so I picked one. I think it's I think Taylor Gooch. I, first Masters, he's not... I don't, I, don't, I don't know. Like, I just... I don't know why I fade him, but it's kind of weird. It's like I fade him, but I like, I like Sam. Why, is, why do I... Well, I don't know. Stop grabbing my pen. That's my pen. Okay, sorry. Um... I like Taylor Gooch a lot this week. I think this is he's the first timer and whatever else. Look, the guy's just been absolutely fantastic lately. Um, if you look at his, his recent form, I know he missed a cut the players. He did have a bad draw there, by the way. He did. I think that's Are you true. just saying that because we decided no, that we we're gonna say that I about think anybody it's true. who didn't have a good I think player. it's true. He was top ten at the Arnold Palmer before that in very difficult conditions. But let me tell you about Taylor Gooch. I mean, this guy Stat-wise, everything across the board, putting on, on, on bent grass greens, he's top 30 in the field. He's top 10 in the field in strokes gained around the green. He's top 16 in uh, par 5 scoring, top 30 in strokes gained approach. I think Taylor Gooch, even though this is his first time here, I love it. I love him at 8,700. But I will say this. I think Shane Lowry... Right above him at eighty eight hundred is also a very good. Play. He's he's a great play. I love him. He's going to be popular. Hey, but I do love him. Yeah, uh, I got one for if you. If you're Pat. playing a golf pool, by the way, put Shane Lowry in your pool. Put okay. Shane Lowry in your golf pool. Okay, ownership doesn't matter. Whatever, throw can, him in there. Can I give you a crazy play here that we've not talked about in a week, probably months? That I that is, I just want to bring this up. I have a feeling who you're gonna. Can I bet on? Yeah, that? who's it? Uh, it this is in the eight K. Yes. I feel like you're gonna bring up either Hatton or Adam Scott. Both are incorrect. Yeah. Pat, do you know who gained six strokes ball striking off the tee and approach at the Valero Texas Open? <sighs> Tony Fino. Where he be now? Tony B now. Where he be now? He be he be in better form. He be Maybe. in better form Who than knows? he was. Who knows? Is he? We don't know. I don't know. Who is he? Who could know? Who could say? But Tony B now play the Valero Texas Open. Okay. Uh he finished tied for 29th. You know. Did he figure something out finally? But he did gain. Over two strokes off the tee, almost four strokes on approach, 
He lost his ass around the green. Gained two strokes putting. Tony Finau, where he be now, uh, here are his four finishes at Augusta National. Last year, 10th. The year before that, 38th. 2019, 5th. 2018, 10th. Pat, that's three top 10 in four years at Augusta National. Yeah. And then he rounds into form at Valero or shows a little promise at Valero at 8,200. Now, listen, does it feel great? Not really. But is that what making a, a, a DFS GPP lineup all about is kind of feeling a little weird? That is 100% what it's about. And Tony Finau, could he have found something? Could, could, could Boyd Summerhays have straightened his ass out a little? It's There's possible. a chance. I mean, I love Shane Lowry, too. I love Louis Eustace in this range. I like, uh, what's another name here? I mentioned Sam Burns. I like those guys. Terrell Hatton is interesting. I like a lot of these names. But the only the only one I'm definitely out of on is Taylor Gooch. Um, even Tiger. What do you think Tiger? We we didn't talk. We talked about Tiger on the betting show. What do we think his ownership is going to be? Let's say he plays a Monday practice round. He plays a Tuesday practice yeah. round, and he plays the par three. I, I think his ownership is still probably going to be pretty low. I don't think so. I think you're completely drunk and you're wrong. It's Tiger Woods. Everyone well, on the I mean, planet. If people want to be stupid, that's fine. Everyone on the planet geared up that Tiger is even thinking yeah, about Yeah, but thinking we talk about, about this every year about the Tiger Woods factor, and well, we haven't had we haven't been able to talk about this in a while. But look, he's he's not going to be like ten percent owned, and I wouldn't play him anyway. I don't care. I'm not playing any any of Tiger Woods this year. If he plays, wonderful. I love it, but I'm not playing him. In my lineup. I'm not. Why would you do that? Because, well, just like we talked about on the betting, I think if he tees it up, he tees it up believing that he's fully healthy, believing that he can contend. (sighs) (laughs) Okay. I was saying I would never. Are you okay? Yeah, no, don't do that. Don't do what you're just saying. What? What was I just saying? Don't play Tiger. You, you, oh, you dummy? We need to go. You dummy? We need to go quickly <laughs> to the 7K range. All right. 7K range. Dear God. Pat, who do we like in the 7K range? Who's your fade? Make it snappy before we say something we were All right. Let me give you a couple guys here, and then I'll give you my fade. Um, first off, I'm going to start with Sergio Garcia. I know he's missed a lot of cuts in a row. Actually, he has not made the cut since he won here in 2017. That means I hope he gets. I hate Sergio. Okay, I don't care. I like Sergio Garcia. Irons are shit. He's been playing. He's still been playing pretty decent. Um, here's another guy I like. Matthew Fitzpatrick is at seventy seven hundred. Now this guy, I don't know. I don't know when he's ever missed a cut here. Never. Uh, It's been a long time. He's never missed it. Literally never. And I think that's that's uh, he's a good play. Corey Connors also. It's six seventy six hundred. I love him this week. Yeah, two straight, two straight top ten finishes at the Masters. T forty six, the first year he ever ever played here, and that was coming off of winning a golf tournament to get in to the Masters. I think Corey Connors at seventy six hundred makes a lot of sense. If I'm going down a little bit cheaper though, there's a couple guys that I like. Siwoo Kim is seventy one hundred. I Siwoo Kim has played well here, extremely well here. And we don't need him to win. We just need him to do what he's done. T24 in 2018. T21 in 2019. T34 in 2021. And, or 2020. And then last year's top 15. I like Siwoo Kim there at 7,100. Yeah. I think that's good. I love it. Now, here's the fade. Okay? Here's the fade. BB. Are you ready for this one? Looking for it? Yeah, I'm looking for it. I'm looking for it. Here's the fade. All right. I don't like Webb Simpson. I love Can I Webb's game for this course. Played well here. But he is just not in. Is he even in the field? Yeah. Pat, how about this? How about this? Webb Simpson. What if I told you? Okay. 
What if I told you that Webb Simpson uh, is said said the other week that he felt great. He felt he felt no pain. I don't care from his injury. I don't care, and he's got a great Masters record. I don't care. I think, you know, I I think he's in play. I mean, I don't love him. For, um, I tell you what, in this range, though, Billy Horschel is the one guy that also just just does not have a really good track record here, despite making cuts. Okay, well, I was gonna bring up Billy Ho as a possible pivot play. I think I like Billy. Mm, no, hate hate Billy Ho. The reason why, if you look at Billy Ho's ball striking form coming into Augusta in recent years versus now, it is very different, very different. And I like where he's at right now. Um, I think Billy Ho is interesting at 7,400. I think he's an interesting pivot for sure. Uh, I'm out on Sergio. Sergio is my fate. The history after his win, the putting, the iron plays garbage. I'm out on Sergio. Abe Answer is one to watch. He he did withdraw from the Valero with back spasms or whatever's going on with them. You need to pay attention to that. Um, you know, Russell Henley's gonna be a name people are gonna like. I like Henley. We'll see what happens. I love Fitzpatrick. He's probably gonna be chalky, but I do love him. Fleetwood and Casey. A mm. couple of couple of Brit. Couple of guys from England. The Brits. Ah. The Brits. You can roll your tongue to do that. Um I think both of those guys are interesting. Casey withdrew, you know, played two holes at the match play, then forfeited his, all of his matches, basically, citing issues with his back, neck, whatever. Great record here. Just a couple weeks ago, finished third at the players. Casey could be interesting if we, you know, we need to check press conferences. We need to see if he plays in these practice rounds, blah, blah, blah. But I think he's one to look at. Tommy Fleetwood, though, is also rounding into form nicely, and he's played well at Augusta National in the past. Um, Fleetwood is one I, that I kind of like. We talked about some of the weather that could be popping mm-hmm. in at Augusta uh, on Friday and Saturday especially. Fleetwood could be your guy there. Corey Connors I like. I do think he's going to be chalked. Connors is going to be chalked for sure. Um, I, and I think so, so guys like Horschel, guys like Casey and Fleetwood may be your pivots there. But as you work down in that range, I definitely agree with you. Siwoo Kim is a favorite play of both of ours. We yeah. love Siwoo love Kim this Siwoo. week. Great record here, in good form. Did his thing at Valero. Plenty of upside. Like in a in a in an event where sixty percent of the field is going to make the cut, like I feel great about Siwoo. I agree. And he's going to be he's going to come here ready to go, ready to fire on all cylinders. So like that talked about Luke List in the betting show, and I'm surprised you didn't bring him up here. Well, I, I was leaving him to you a little bit. So. We do like Luke List at 7K. Local, local guy sleeping in his own bed. Probably, you know, family that is... Like I said, he could be the, this year's uh, Larry Mize. We haven't be. seen since 1987. But Larry Mize was a local guy, Georgia boy, and he won. And nobody, nobody even figured he would win. He was actually playing well leading up to that that year, just kind of like Luke List is. So who knows? Maybe maybe uh, Luke List is the Larry Mize of twenty twenty two. I think it's possible. I, I I like Luke. Obviously, the ball striking is great. It's all about the putter. He played Augusta in the Masters last in two thousand five, long ass time ago. Yeah, but definitely played it since then. He's got plenty of ways. To get in on Augusta. Uh and and you know, sleeping in the own bed, family thing, you know, once a guy like him I would think appreciates the start at Augusta. I think so, for sure. Ha- having not played it since two thousand five, like he's gotta appreciate that he's here and he deserves to be here. He's gonna take serious he's gonna do his thing. I like it. Um one more name I want to throw out there and it's Jason Kokrak. What do you think about Kokrak? I like Kokrak. I think he's I do too. he's one that uh it's kind of sneaky this week. I, I think a lot of people are not going to want to play him. He hasn't shown the best of form lately, but I think this is it's just, just a great course. And yeah. he's 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 won a bunch, a bunch. Good fit. Uh, he's got a very good caddy on the bag in David Robinson. David Robinson, probably one of the best greens readers, short game caddies. He beat our brains out in the. The Champions Street member guest. He did. David Robinson did. Great putter. Uh, one of the better, better caddies on the PJ Tour. And I think that's made a difference for Jason Kokrak lately. So I like Kokrak here in the in the low 7K range as well. I love the low 7K. So yeah. The low 7K 
is where you can really do some damage. And I, and I think there's some there's some chalky plays here. I think yeah. Siwoo will be chalky, but I also think there's some pivots here. Well, uh, again, another guy in here, Bobby Mack, Robert McIntyre. I don't, I don't, I don't know what to think about him. I don't believe it. I don't believe in Bobby Mack. I do because of his 12th place finish here, the first time he ever played here last so year. So what? Beginner's luck. I don't believe it. I don't think that's beginner's luck. He's a fantastic guy. He hasn't guy. been great since then on the PGA Tour. Like, what? Who cares? Okay, well. I don't if, believe him. If you can't like him, then what about Cameron Young, who's never played here? No, I'm not doing Cameron Young either. It's tempting. He feels sexy. He feels like the sexy new Wills Alatoris. Like, but I, he's not. The Wills Alatoris runner-up thing is an aberration. Like, I, I'm not. That's not something that's going to happen off and mm-hmm. I, i'm not going to buy camera smith i would much rather have siwoo kim jason kograk mark leishman any of the billy horse i'd rather have. okay well you like cameron young i do like i think he's a fantastic golfer well yeah i think and i like i'm not taking too. them over maybe those players but i think no. bobby mack is like i can't believe you're just writing him off first yeah. time ever top 15 here i'm writing him off uh, anybody in the 6K? I mean, there's. Some... I don't really have many in the 6K range. I'll give you a couple here that I like. I like Gary Woodland just because of the way he's played recently. I think it's been very positive. The signs. Yeah, we've, Woodland's interesting. We've seen from Gary Woodland. Um, you know, hasn't necessarily had great course history here, but still, I like Gary Woodland. He's been in good form. I think that's a, that's an interesting play. Here's a guy that I think he played good this weekend at Valero too. I think. He did, but here's a guy that I think is interesting. And I said I would never play him again. Oh. But he has a sneaky kind of history here. What do you think about Kevin Na? Dude, Kevin Na. Dude, I kind of wrote him down. 6,800. He's going to go in under the radar. Top sure. 15 his last two times playing in this event. Hold on. Hold on. Before we get to Kevin Na, I'm looking up Gary Woodland at the Valero. Finished third in strokes gained approach. He gained over six strokes. Yeah. approach play. I think Gary Woodland at 6,900 is very... Now, I get him wrong weekly. Almost weekly. Yeah. You keep yawning in the microphone. Are we keeping you up at night? Are we keeping you up for this? Yeah. I had to turn it off the chat. Because you, you are an idiot when I put the chat up. You just Anyway, two guys then I... I like Kevin Nod. That is sneaky. I like that. <laughs> I like it. Yeah. Now you go. Your turn. Um, Woodland. I had that written down. I like Seabez. Just kind of okay. Really? Yeah, he's just like, eh, okay. Like, I feel like, C- <laughs> I feel like Seabez is a made cut, and I think he's probably maybe a top 30 upside kind of okay. guy. Like, he's done okay at Augusta, especially if it, if it does end up being a tougher year with conditions. I don't like it. I don't like it. I don't like it. I, don't like it. Uh, I got one for you. If you're going to say Matt, Matt Wolf, I'm. I'm- I'm not, although I did draft him in the Pat Mayo uh, season-long draft. I like a couple of old farts down here. Uh, I never assumed you would ever say that. The only old fart that you could possibly like here, I will guess, two. Stuart Sink. There's one. And then I would say the other old fart would be like Padraig Harrington. I don't mind Pods, but no, it's Stuart Sink and Zach Johnson. Well, Zach's not, though. Dude, he's that's, as old as Stuart Sink. That's really... He's not older than Stuart Sink. I said he's as old. You know what? Zach Johnson finished 13th at the Valero this week. Can you believe that? 13th. He gained 4.6 strokes approach. 4.6 for Zach Johnson. <laughs> <laughs> this is the biggest week of the year, and Pat has yawned like half a dozen times this show okay Zach Johnson and Stuart Sinker in play for me I just range. didn't think Zach was that old that's all I got I don't know what else I don't know what else I don't know do you have anything no it's the Masters I love the Masters well really because you look like you would just want to take a nap well I mean it's getting late sometimes that People need to take that this late. <sighs> All right, whatever. Um, like, subscribe, comment. May your screens be green. Let's have a week. We'll be in the nut hut. Ten dollars a month, ninety dollars a year. It's 
Such a great deal. Be in there Wednesday. It'll be good. We'll be at the. Golf I sometimes fall asleep in the nut hut, just like tonight. Sweet. Uh, we'll be on the golf course on Tuesday, and we'll get some intel, and we'll take a look around. We'll tell you what we see, tell you what we don't see, and we'll go from there. We'll have a great week. Plenty of free content on TourJunkies.com, Tour Junkies YouTube channel, wherever you listen to podcasts. All kind of good stuff going on. So there you go. That's the Masters 2022 DraftKings preview. See ya.